0: Welcome to the Citizens Youth Sermon Podcast. We are a ministry of Northwest Gospel Church and a community of students who are learning to live for Jesus. We meet every Wednesday at seven PM. To find out more, visit nwgospel.com/citizens. How you guys doing? Whoa! Like, what do you say in a crowd? Like, right? I don't know what to say. We're a million people. I can't tell you how I'm doing. You can. I just won't get it. But seriously, you guys doing good? Good to see you again. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're all here. Um, We're currently in a series. Currently in a series called pictures and parables. Everybody say pictures Pictures. and parables. Parables. Pictures and parables. I don't know how to spell parable, uh, but I do know that Jesus doesn't start with a G. Oof, right? oof I'm sorry Austin that was that was so cute though he was like he was trying to pretend like he was struggling but Jesus doesn't start with a G that's that's kind of confusing though because it's Jesus right so man anyway I'm sorry but hey so last week last week we kicked off our series and we got a parable which means this week we're gonna get a picture picture, because it's pictures and parables you get it see what I did there because it's, it's pictures and parables, and so we got this one, so now it's time for that one. I know you're impressed. Easy, 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 okay? So it has been said, I've heard it before by many wise men and ladies, it has been said that a picture is worth a thousand words. A picture is worth a thousand words. Well, you're in for luck, because tonight I have three pictures. I'll let you do the math. Okay? Three pictures. And what we're going to do is we're going to open up the book of Proverbs. And in the book of Proverbs, I want you to look at three pictures. I want you to look at, first of all, the first picture I want you to look at is an ant, the second picture I want you to look at is a field. The third picture, it's a plant in the field, get with it, come on now. The third picture, don't you? Can't you? Come on, that was like a solid charade. If we were in charades, we would have won. What? Lion, Lion thank you, thank you. You're like, Sam, are you hungry? Ah, ah, right? I digress. Three pictures, everybody say three. I want you to look at the ant. Look at the field, look at the lion. And as you do, you're going to learn a secret. As you look at these three pictures tonight, you are going to learn a secret, a lesson, a principle about life. And I have to tell you, this is a principle you will not forget. This is a secret so powerful that it has the ability to control your GPA this school year. This literally has the power to transform F's into A's. Does anybody want to know the secret? This secret has the power to determine what college you get into. This secret will even determine whether or not you get into college. Do you want to know the secret? This secret will determine how much money you make when you grow up, what kind of job you will have, what kind of house you will live in, what kind of friends you will have, what kind of spouse you will marry. Does anyone here want to know the secret? All right, all right, easy, easy, okay. This is a secret so powerful, and this is where it gets a little dark. This is a secret so powerful that people have literally died because they didn't know it. And those who did know the secret have been saved. Does anyone want to know the secret? You guys don't understand the rhetorical device very well, right? Right? This guy keeps asking us, does he not understand we're engaged? It's a rhetorical device, okay? Do you want to know the secret for real though? Then here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at these three pictures and you tell me if you can see it. Look at these three pictures. The title of the message tonight is A Little Sleep, A Little Slumber. And we kick it off in Proverbs chapter six. Here we go. Check it out with me. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. And poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. This is the first picture. The first picture that we see is the ant. Anybody want to be wise? Right? You guys want to know how to live life well? Well, we see here that there is wisdom to be gleaned by looking at an ant. Look what he says. He says, consider her ways look at her and you're going to learn something so what do we see notice 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 she why is the ant a female i don't know hey cut that out this is an equal opportunity ant hill okay we got boy ants we got girl ants we got mommy i don't care but this one is a girl so guys suck it up all right consider her ways notice she doesn't need to be told what to do there's no chief there's no officer, there's no ruler. She doesn't need constant supervision. She ain't here. She knows, what to be, well, she knows what needs to be done, and then she does it. She looks around. She knows what season it is. She knows what time it is. She goes, uh-oh, y'all, it's summertime, time to gather. And then she's like, er, time out, it's harvest time. time. Or I'm sorry, it's summertime, gotta make bread. That was like a Gen Z fail, right? She's about to make guap. She's about to get the bread because it's summertime. And then in harvest time, it's time to gather. She knows what time it is and she gets to work. Everybody go, you go, aunt. She's actually not like the, uh, the sister of someone's mother. It's not like aunt, okay? Um, it's, she's an aunt, for those of you taking notes, okay? What the text is describing here is the ants work ethic. Have you guys ever heard of this phrase, work ethic? Raise your hand if you know what work ethic is. Okay. Raise your hand if you've never heard of work ethic. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's exciting. I get to teach you something. Your work ethic is your approach to work. The way that you handle your responsibilities. Okay. This is talking about the ants' work ethic. So let me ask you students, citizens, youth, what is your Work ethic. Some of you guys have never been asked this question and I want you to think about it. Look in the mirror right now. Have you ever thought about this? How do you approach your work? Young lady, how do you handle your responsibilities? Young man, how do you approach your jobs? Does it look like the ant, Or does it look like our other character here? Does it look like the ant or does it look like a sluggard? Everybody say sluggard. sluggard. But you got to like puck up your face. You got to like sluggard. 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 That's because it's like, no, but like you, I like, this is literally not even a word anymore. Like I've been saying it all week. I'm like sluggard, 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 sluggard. Oh, what? Slug? what is that even a word? Sluggard. In great contrast to the ant, on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have the sluggard. You got the ant? You got the sluggard. What's a sluggard? What's a, what's a sluggard? A sluggard is a lazy, sluggish person. We're going to stay in theme today. We did a spelling bee. Now let's do a grammar. Raise your hand. Who knows the root word of sluggard? <laughs> yes. The root word in sluggard is not, like, it's ard. I know this one, it's Ard. It's not Ard, okay? Arden's like, no, it's not. The root word of sluggard is slug. slug. Last weekend, me and my son Micah, Micah is five years old, right? And so me and Micah, we went for a walk and uh, it was just, a, it was just like, a, like an easy walk. It was honestly just to give my wife a break in the house. So we went on a walk and we we're just walking around the neighborhood and he goes, daddy, look, what's that? And I didn't even notice it, but there was this huge slug in the middle of the sidewalk. And so I picked it up and that's what it looked like. right. And so check this out. We noticed it and we said, ooh, let's count how many we see. 45 slugs later, I was blown away that these slugs are everywhere. And what's, hands down, what's hilarious is you see a slug in the middle of the road. And don't you ever just wonder like, How did you even get there? Like, what? Like, you just fall from the sky? Like, because you look at a slug and you just want to say, what do you even do? (laughs) (laughs) Sluggard. Are are you even alive, bro? Like, what? Are you even moving? That's what, it's a slug. There are some people in this world that you look at them and the best word that the Bible can come up with is like, you're like a slug, (laughs) Slug slug-like. I know, we'll call it sluggard. You look at these people and they are so lazy that the only way to describe them is, you're a slug. Are you even moving? What do you even do all day? And so in our passage here, we have a slugger, right? The ant is working hard, but what's our slugger doing? He's lying there. Dude is knocked out. Dude is passed out. This is not like one of those cute naps. He's like, I'm going to take a little cat nap. And you guys post this on your Instagram, right? Like falling asleep, right? Hashtag rest up. Hashtag beauty rest. Hashtag wink, wink. This is not a cute little nap. The dude is passed out, mouth open. This is one of those like ah, drooling kind of sleeps. And you're like, guys, give him a break. It's one in the morning. Of course he's tired. I'd be cool with that if it was one in the morning. The dude is knocked out like this in the middle of the work day. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. People have been at work for four hours and he's ah, He's knocked out. He has been asleep so long that his mom, I mean, I'm sorry, he's been asleep so long that people look at him and they go, how long are you gonna lie there? It's like a slug. Are you even moving? When will you arise from your sleep? You're like, my mom literally just quoted this verse to me this morning. I don't know about that. You look at these people and you're like, I think it's time to get up and do something. What are you even doing? And look at his response, guys. His response is epic. Because it's like, he's like, ah, you know what I mean? And someone's like, bro! It's one o'clock in the afternoon. How long are you going to lie there? Will you arise? And he's like, ah. and his response is epic. Look what he goes. He goes, hmm, ha, ah, well, um, you see, um, well, a little sleep. It's just a little slumber. It's just a little folding of my hands. (sighs) And he like passes back out and he rolls over and he goes back to sleep. You see, this dude loves to sleep more than he loves to work. (laughs) And so you imagine wisdom. You imagine me and you who are just like, wake up, how long? And he gives us this answer and then he rolls back over and you just imagine wisdom standing over his bed Shaking her head, and all she can say to him, to him is, Go to the ant. You need to learn a lesson from the ant, oh sluggard. This is funny, right? Dude, what a loser. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. Oh, no, that's my buddy. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I slept 14 hours yesterday. <laughs> I was on Fortnite till 3 a.m. <laughs> You're like, wow, that's funny. It's comical. But here's where it gets crazy. You look at the outcome of this guy's life and there's nothing funny about it. Being a sluggard is not a joke. This is a full-blown issue. And look where this issue is going to lead him. Poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Imagine you're walking down the street. This is a powerful image here. Imagine you're walking down the street And out of nowhere, you are robbed by armed men. Okay? Notice, you never get a warning when you're about to be robbed, right? You're like walking down a dark alley and it's like, warning, in 10 seconds, I'm going to jump you and take everything you have. And you're like, thanks, I'll untie my shoes now for easy removal. Right? Like, I'm lying down prone, take me. You don't know it's coming. It comes out of nowhere and then you are helpless against it and nothing you can do can fend it off. And he says, in the same way, if a sluggard doesn't shed his bad work ethic, if a sluggard doesn't get wise, he's gonna be walking down life and out of nowhere, bam, poverty. Bam, want, severe want, lack of basic resources sluggard's life is hilarious until you realize that this is a major, major issue. Being a sluggard will eventually destroy him. Students, there are many people in this world who have wasted and ruined their lives because rather than becoming wise, they have remained sluggards. And so I'm being kind of goofy tonight. I'm joking with you, but students, you need to hear the warning of wisdom tonight. And the warning, the secret is this. The sluggard's way is his ruin. The sluggard's way is his ruin. Ha <laughs> that guy's hilarious. Oh wait, he's dead. Ha <laughs> that's hilarious. That dude literally has nothing. The sluggard's way is his ruin. And so first tonight, I want you to look at the first picture. I want you to look at the ant. And I want you to ask yourself, what is your work ethic? What is your work ethic? Student, I'm asking you point blank. Are you the ant? Are you an ant? You would have never thought like being called an ant is a, is a compliment, right? That, we're going to start that as soon as, hey, yo, you looking like an ant out there, dog. Woohoo, yo, ant man. Hey, ant man, I see you. I see you, Ant, man. That's going to be the new thing now, right? Like, man, we're going to get tattoos right across our chest. Hashtag Ant, right? Yo, trust me. When you guys are 18, I will go with you. We're going to get chest piece, full thing, Ant, right? Dude, what? You're telling me that? That won't look good on my, on my shoulder right there? On my, right here, Ant. Wouldn't that be tight? Hillary's shaking her head. Never mind. Never mind. But guys, are you ants? Are you ants? What's your work ethic? Are you an ant? or are you a sluggard? Do you do what needs to be done, even without constant supervision, or are you lazy? You're like, Sam, that's harsh. I love you. Are you lazy? I love you. I wanna see you grow up and become a man of God. I wanna see you grow up and become a woman of God. What's your work ethic? All right, look at the first picture, an ant. Now, let's look at the second picture. Are you ready? Say number two. All right, here we go. This is a different proverb now, and we pick it up. I passed by the field of a sluggard, by the vineyard of a man lacking sense. That's a synonym for sluggard. And behold, it was all overgrown with thorns. The ground was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. Then I saw and considered it. I looked and received instruction, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. The first picture we saw was the ant. The second picture we see is the field. We see the field. Look at your boy out there. Your sluggard is out there. And bro, he has a field. I see you sluggard. He has a vineyard. Those are his, fi- that's his field. That's his, vin- he owns it. Those are his responsibilities. And those are very important, right? The field is where you grow food. The vineyard is where you crush the grapes and you make the drinks, right? What kind of drinks? Grape juice, of course. So you have your food, you have your drink. These are super important. And think about this. I I thought about this. Your field not only is important for you to get food, but that's your responsibility there. Other people depend on you when you have a field. Other people in your community and around you depend on you to handle those responsibilities well. And so at the end of the day, homeboy, he's got a field. He's got a vineyard. It's up to him. He has responsibilities. So you may not own a field, you may not own a vineyard, but tell me, what are your responsibilities? Matt, can you help me here? Grab this marker. Here you go. You help me too, Sam. Two markers for two people. I need you to write down what are your guys' responsibilities? If you have a field or a vineyard, I would like to know that. But if it's not, I want to know what are your responsibilities? What are you responsible for? You're like, I, I've never had a responsibility before. <laughs> Good to know. What are your responsibilities? Come on specifics. What do you do? Watering the plants. Boom. That's it. That's a good responsibility. So if you don't water the plants, they're not going to get done. Good. What else are you responsible for? School. You have to do your homework. Good. Write it nice and big so we can all see it. Okay. School. You're responsible for your, what, what, what specifically though? Feeding your dog. You better feed Shiloh. If Shiloh's dead, you better not kill Shiloh, Katie, right? Feeding Shiloh. What are your responsibilities? Over here, talk to me. Keep, keep you got to keep your car good. Good. What else do you have to do with your car? <laughs> keep car good. Good car. I like car. Car good. What else? Responsibility. Anybody have a job? A dog. There she is. All right. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has a responsibility. Kill the chickens. Good. What else? Ooh, that got dark. Other responsibilities. What? Dishes. Somebody has to do the dishes. Come on. I need two people riding at all times. What else? What else? Come on. Come on. Laundry. laundry. You do laundry? You go, girl. I like that. Yeah. She's like, I dabble. I dabble. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself, like feed, yourself. feed yourself. You better put on that antiperspirant. Okay. Put the pits. Take care of the pits. That is your responsibility, Sammy. And no one else's. Okay. Okay. Other ones? Come on, come on. Taking the trash out. Good. What else? What else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweeping and mopping. What else? More responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Recycling? I see you, tree hugger. Recycling. Mowing the lawn. Yeah, yeah. Mowing the lawn. What else? Reading. What else? What's your chores? Things that you have to do. What are you? Buying groceries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, picking, up dog poop. picking up dog poop. That is a very important responsibility. If I come over to your house and I step in dog dookie, guess where that dog dookie ending up? I'm going to let you imagine. Yeah, yeah, what else? Uh, like making, sure your room's clean. making sure your room is clean. Some of y'all haven't seen the floor of your room in a fat minute. Some of y'all don't even know what color the carpet is in your room. All right? All right, that's good. That's good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, yeah, feed the chickens, kill the chickens. We got, this is bad here, all right. All right, listen, 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 listen. Here's the point, here's the point. We all, we all have responsibilities. You all, as contributing members of your household and of society, you all have things to do. Now, granted, some of these things are harder than others. If your only chore is putting on your deodorant, I want to talk to your parents, some of these chores affect more people than others. Like if you don't clean your car, that's on you. If you don't go to work and kill the chickens, none of us can eat. Right, Chick-fil-A? I see you, Dave Petty. Okay. Listen, listen. We, let's say it with me. Say, it. we all have responsibilities. There you go. Good. Even... Shh, no, no, stop repeating me. All right. Even the sluggard. We all have responsibilities. Even the sluggard. The sluggard has responsibilities, but look how he's handling them. It was all overgrown with thorns, it was covered with nettles you know that cute little stone wall that they built like 30 years ago and it's like on the outside of his vineyard? He's like, oh my gosh, I love this stone wall. This is like so quaint. And he's like, I know. That stone wall is broken. Stones are falling off. It's cracked. The rain washed it all away. And the, wall, the stone wall is broken. He was neglecting his responsibilities the vineyard, the field was one big visual aid. It was one big object lesson. If you want to take all of his laziness and his failures and all of his sluggardness, all you, if you really want to just encapsulate that into one picture, look at the field. Look at the field. And you go, I wonder how he handles his responsibilities. Look at the field. And our author, He's walking by, right? He's walking to the grocery store to go get some chickens or whatever it is. And he walks by and he's like, wow, look at Martha's house. I love what she did with the picket fans, right? And he goes and goes, oh my gosh, look at Richard. He is really taking that field to the next level, right? Oh my gosh, look at, and And actually he stops there and and instead of passing by, he goes, wait a minute. And he looks at the field, looks at the thorns, the nettles. He sees the stone wall broken and he stares at it, right? It says he looks at it, and he considered it, and by looking at this picture, he received instruction. By looking at the sluggard's field, he learned the secret. And by you looking at the field, you too can learn the secret. What's the secret? Look at verse 33. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Wait, didn't we just read that in the other proverb? That's right, different picture, same lesson. The sluggard's way is his ruin. I love the irony, a little sleep, a little slumber, just a little folding of the hands. Homeboy, oh boy, you've been sleeping for 14 hours. That's not a little sleep but it always starts that way in his mind. I'm just, it's just a little sleep. And that habit, that laziness will blossom into full blown ruin. Students, we all have responsibilities. So I just ask you, how are you doing with your responsibilities? Just think about it. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know what your, but just ask yourself, how are you doing with your responsibilities? Are you neglecting them? Are you putting off hard work because you're just a procrastinator? Well, it's just dog poop. I mean, it's not that big of a deal if I neglect my response. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands will blossom into full-blown ruin. If you are neglecting your responsibilities, citizens, look to the field and remember the way of the sluggard is his ruin. And so we've learned from the ant, we have learned from the field, and now we have one more picture that I wanna show you, okay? One more picture, you guys ready? Say number three, here we go. The sluggard says, there's a lion in the road! There's a lion in the streets. That's how I read my Bible when I see exclamation points, by the way. You should try it. Like if y'all are at home and you're reading it, there's a lion in the road. You're reading it wrong, okay? Trust me. As a door turns on its hinges, so does a sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish but it wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. (laughs) Oh, God's being savage now, huh? He's going in on the Proverbs. Yeah, dude. The third picture we see here, guys, is the lion. This is the lion. Maybe we've been a little bit too harsh on this guy. I can't, I'm sorry. I gotta just, we should just stop and start over. Like, I've been making fun of this guy for neglecting his field. I've been making fun of his broken down stone wall. I've been making fun of how long he sleeps. And I'm a jerk because like, I didn't realize. Now I understand why he's doing what he's been doing because there's a lion in the road. I've been too harsh on him. I get it now. There's a lion in the streets. No wonder he's been sleeping 30 hours a day. That's mathematically impossible. (laughs) I'm sorry, sluggard. I, I now get it, guys. Do you see it? That's why he's been doing what he's doing. Oh, okay. In unrelated news, I want to share a quote with you. Excuses are like armpits. Some are large. Some are small. But they all stink. I want you to raise your hand, raise your hand. And I want you to bury your nose in your neighbor's armpit. I'm just kidding. Stop it. I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. Oh, guys, guys, no wonder he's been so lazy. There's a lion in the streets. So you mean to tell me the lion is sitting outside of your house, stalking you, staring at you, doing nothing else all day, except for watching you. And he's allergic to you working hard. And so if you try to work hard, he will devour your face off. Oh, I get it now. Okay, yeah. Excuses are like armpits. Everybody has two of them. Some are big, some are small. And they all stink. Is there really a lion in the streets, guys? Guys, come on. Is there really a lion in the streets? Nah, fam. Even if there was a lion like once, is it impossible to overcome the lion? Is the line not moving from your front door? Is there really a line in the streets? No, what's really happening here? We know what's really happening here. As a door turns on its hinges, so does a slugger turn on his bed. There's no line in the streets. Here's the reality. Homeboy loves his sleep. Have you guys seen a door recently? Like as a matter of fact, I have. I woke up this morning and I just admired my door and I was like, "Wow, is this oak?" No, it's pine. <laughs> You know, you look at the door and you're like, you know what? I'm going to try to slide the door up today, right? Like a window. How come the windows get to go vertical? That's not fair. Can a door go vertical? Nay. You know what? How come only the glass sliding doors at Fred Meyer gets to slide in? So I'm going to try to slide my door. No, no. What's the only thing that a door does? Yo, growing up, every single door in my house was dead quiet until I was trying to sneak around. You know what I'm saying? Like my house is like brand new. You can jump, you can run, not a single sound. As soon as you're like, don't let mom know we're awake. It's like, I'm like, am I in Scooby Doo? Like, what is happening here? You know? A door only does one thing. It just turns on its hinges a sluggard only does one thing. The only time he moves is to roll over in bed. There's no line in the street. There's no line in the street. Here's the reality. He buries his hand in the dish, but it wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. There's no line in the street. The reality is he is so lazy. <laughs> Dude is so lazy that he Like imagine it's like, here's a feast in front of you. Can you feed me? (laughs) You you can't You can't feed yourself. He's so there's no line in the street. He's so lazy that he needs someone else to feed him. And we're laughing. It's a little bit comical, but remember what the outcome is, guys. And so tonight, I'm letting you look at the lion. I want you, every time you see a lion, I want you to remember the sluggard's excuses. And I ask you tonight, honest question, I love you, so answer this honestly in your heart. Are you crying, lion? Are there places in your life where you're saying, I can't do it. There's a lion in the street. <laughs> you're making excuses in your life. Are you putting off what needs to be done and when somebody confronts you on it, you literally lie to yourself to justify it. Students, there's no line in the streets. There are no insurmountable excuses. And the only reason why you're crying lion is because you don't like the fact that the ball is in your court. And it's easier to justify what you're doing when you say, well, look, the ball's in their court. What am I supposed to do? Go pick up the ball. Look to the ant, oh sluggard, who doesn't need a supervisor. Where are you crying lion? There's no lion students. And somebody better tell the sluggard that there's no lion because the sluggard's way is his ruin. The message is pretty simple tonight. Don't be a sluggard. Don't be a sluggard. The sluggard's way is his ruin. And so if you're going to avoid the sluggard's lifestyle, if you're going to avoid the sluggard's fate, then you need one thing. And that's what this whole book of Proverbs is about. You need wisdom. Do you know what wisdom is? Wisdom is not like that super Zen state that you get into, like when you become a Jedi Knight, you know? It's like, I'm Obi-Wan. Now I'm Qui-Gon. Wisdom. Wisdom is not a state of inner chi that you reach. Wisdom is simply this. You know how to live life well. You know how to be successful. Not the way that your homie describes success. Not the way that your Instagram describes success. Not the way that the social media influencers describe success. If you want to be successful at life, you need to know the design. To truly be wise is to know how to live life the way that life was meant to be lived. Do you want to be wise? Do you honestly want to know the right way to live life according to the design? If you do, I have supremely good news for you. Good news that will change your life and it's changed mine. You can have a relationship with the one who designed life. I want to be wise. I want to know how life was designed to be lived. I want to be successful at life. Good news. You don't just get a handbook. You get to be in relationship with the one who designed it. And he is willing to teach you and transform you and empower you to be wise. To overcome the lifestyle of a sluggard. To overcome the fate of a sluggard. You don't need to go out there and figure out how to live life. You can have a relationship with the creator of life. God made it possible for you to come near to him and to be his daughter or to be his son by sending Jesus. Are you a sluggard? Do you want to be wise? Before you go and buy that seven-step book on how to be wise before you go to your life coach and ask how to not be a sluggard, all good things, come to Jesus. Admit that you need him. Let him wash you clean. Let him bring you into the family. Let him dress you in the robes of son and daughter of God. And as you come into the family, you sit at the feet of creator God, the one who designed life. And he will teach you. Students, do you want to be wise? Do you really want to know the secret? Come and know God. Become his son or daughter and he will teach you how to live. He will teach you how to work hard. He will teach you how to live life well. And I promise you, it will save your life. Because the way of a sluggard is his ruin. The sluggard's way is his ruin. There's so a lot of success stories in this room. There's a lot of you who have become Christians. There are a lot of you who are living wise lives. I look at our graduates and I'm proud of you, right? And it's just like, Sammy, I love you, girl. Like, man, there is someone who learned the secret. There is someone who learned life. But I'm gonna be real with you. There are times where I, I run into people at the grocery store. I run into former students who've graduated seven years ago. And it's very apparent they didn't learn the secret. And I don't say that to scare you. I just, I say that because sometimes we grow up and we go, ah, it's on autopilot. There's no way this thing can go down. You can waste your life. You can legitimately ruin your life. You can be a sluggard and poverty will come on you like a robber and want like an armed man don't be a sluggard, be wise. And if you truly wanna be wise, you truly wanna know how to live life, you can be in relationship with the creator of life. Just come to Jesus, follow him, walk as his pupil, as his disciple, and he will teach you through his word, through his leaders, through his spirit. And my prayer is that this would be a room of hashtag Ant-Man's. Okay. And ant Okay. This would be a room full of people who say, yo, forget the sluggard life. Forget that. I'm gonna own my responsibilities for the glory of God. There are gonna be a room full of people who they're not screaming, lion in the street! I want a room full of people who are literally slaughtering lions, who are destroying excuses, who, when somebody says, I can't do it, they say, boom, forget that. Let's go. Don't be a sluggard. Be wise. Be wise because the sluggard's way is his ruin. It's his ruin. Let's pray. Father, I I just thank you so much for your word. It's so practical. Lord, you teach us about yourself. You teach us about the gospel. You teach us about Jesus and all those things. But you also, like, you, you meet us where we're at and you talk about practical things like a work ethic, like our responsibilities like getting a job, laziness. So Father, thank you for speaking to us where we're at. Thank you for teaching us all of these things that you've taught us. We know Lord, that none of this is possible apart from you. If we read these Proverbs, if we try to be wise and learn how to live life without being in relationship with the creator of life, all we are doing is collecting fortune cookies. All we are doing is collecting fun little sayings. Lord, teach us to be wise. Father, I pray for those here who are sluggards, who when they're being honest, they are lazy and they love to sleep more than they love to work. Would you change them? Would you radically transform them so that a year from now, people would look at them and go, whoa, you are so different. Remember when you used to sleep 14 hours a day? Remember when all you used to do was turn on your bed like a door on a hinge? Wow, look at you, you're like an ant. I just pray that, Lord, because I know it's possible and I know you'll do it. And I pray that as we change, as we become more responsible, as we become more hardworking, that you would get the glory that people would say, wow, look how good God is in that person's life. Because you deserve it all, Lord. So be with us, speak to us, give us the courage to respond, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.